Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Welcome to the best betting football weekend of the year. Our last week of moving parts during the playoffs. If you're hearing early odds for the first time, we're usually hanging out Saturday mornings, 8 to 9. We'll be back in that time slot next week. I'm Joe Ostrowski, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. Follow me on Twitter, at Joe Ostrowski. That's at Joe Ostrowski. To start things off on Divisional Round Weekend, which you can hear all four games right here on Sports Radio 670. The score, two today, two tomorrow. We bring in my guy Sammy Panionovich of Nesson in Boston. Does stuff for Fox Sports, Chicken Dinner Podcast as well. Sammy, before we dive into these games, two quick observations. One, on Twitter, you remove the last name. It's just Sammy P. Not sure how Pops feels about that one. And I did want to give a a public thank you on the other one because I was curious. And uh, I was scrolling down the Chicken Dinner podcast feed today. I'm like, oh, good. Sammy deleted all our episodes. And I'm genuine. I'm not saying that with sarcasm at all because uh, we'd all be fired. I actually did not delete anything. Oh, I I wish you would. We've done so many episodes since 2016 that I think they just sort of got phased out. And the reason that I found out is because I was looking for an old episode with Tim Doyle. Oh no. Doyle and I, this is right after you left because Vison Vison poached you and said, yeah, you can't go on chicken dinner anymore. So they, they stole you away from me. And I had Doyle on like two weeks later and we were talking for two, three minutes about betting the Hawaii game. And he was telling this story about being at McFadden's and the bartender had Hawaii in the over and he bet the dog in the under. And we were just, we were dying laughing about the Hawaii bailout on Saturday at 11 Eastern. And I couldn't find it. And then I realized that a lot of the old episodes just didn't make the jump from Libsyn Ah. transistor or something like I didn't delete them. I, I wish I could say that I did because yeah, a lot of those were uncensored and, uh-huh. And not FAA approved or FCC approved or whatever. I mean, whatever alphabet soup you want, they were not uh, on board or above board. It was not my idea to remove the the full last name, but I mean, nobody can say Paniano. Oh, somebody anyway. told you to? It popped up on game day. We love Sammy P. Yes. And and then I, I got wind of that and I, I made that my cover photo. And then one of the guys at Fox was like, look, we all call you Sammy P. And then everybody at Nesson calls me Sammy P. So I don't know. Like, it's not really, it's not that important, I don't think. But it's much easier for people to say Sammy P than it is to say Paniotovich, right? Yeah, I, I, I could understand I mean, you're that. Joe O. Who are you to tell me I can't use P? I've got the S-T-R-O-W-S-K-I on there still. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> not Irish. Polish. 
my dad doesn't even know what Twitter is. I know, I know. That's that's why I said that. That's that's why it's uh, quite amusing to me. Yeah, Vsin poached me, but they never paid me. So that's I forgot about that. That's a whole nother story. I can relate to that not being paid. Never mind. I can't, I can't talk. All about right, that. all right. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get ourselves in trouble. All right, let's go to the this afternoon. We're on a later time uh, today, so we're just now hours away from Kansas City and Jacksonville. And this is leg number one of the teaser that everybody is going to have. They're linking the two favorites today, Kansas City over to Philadelphia. I can't say it's a bad move, but I'm probably not going to be jumping in uh, with them. It is uh, KC minus eight and a half versus Jacksonville. Total has actually climbed this week. Highest total of the week. We're at 43. Uh, Sammy, I found it noteworthy that throughout the week, some of the sharper offshore books had this one at 10. And once they got to 10, bang, you know, comes right back down nine and a half, nine. We're seeing a lot of the books, eight and a half, nine. And I don't, I don't think that's going to change by kickoff. This total has sort of been bounced around to open 52. There are some 53s out there. I make a case that Kansas City secondary is not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when we think about game script, Andy Reid has been one of the best ever off the buy. So I think Kansas City is going to score, and we'll see some things from them that we haven't seen this season. They're going to save some plays to empty the kitchen sink at some point in this postseason. So you might see some trickeration or some, you know, Travis Kelsey throwing a touchdown pass or something like that. I think we have an avenue to points on both sides, and and we know how well Jacksonville can play against prevent defense. We saw that last week and the chargers have a good front, but their secondary is nothing special either. So I guess the simple answer is I expect points here. So I sort of lean over and I would probably take nine. I think the Jacksonville D their front is a lot better than people think they're going to do their best to keep Mahomes in the pocket and sort of slow the game, not let Casey, you know, move fast and, and run those quick drives down the field. There's also snow in the forecast. Now that doesn't really slow the total, but I think it it might make it tougher for Casey to blow this thing out. Mm-hmm. And look, man, Doug Peterson, that guy, a lot like Brian Dable, who we'll talk about in a second, that guy coaches to win. He doesn't coach to tie. He's not a coward. Fourth and one, his side of the 50, he's going for it. Coaches mm-hmm. like that, are fun to bet on because they are willing to take the risks as underdogs. So I lean to Jacksonville. Obviously, KC probably wins the game, but I think that that spreads a little too high. So if you made me bet this game, I'd take nine or nine and a half with the Jags. The first half for Jacksonville did occur last week. I know nobody's talking about it, but it did happen. Of the eight quarterbacks that we're going to see, QB playing his worst ball right now is probably Trevor Lawrence as he's trying to navigate his first time through the playoffs. Hey, have you heard he's never lost on a Saturday? 37-0 and 0 straight up. I, yeah, I think that's going to end. So when these two teams face the middle of the year, week number 10, Jacksonville was a different team, right? So I don't want to take too much away from it, but I think there are a couple of interesting notes. KC wins 27-17. to 17. Kansas City lost the turnover battle 3-0, and they won by double digits. And the Jaguars recovered an onside kick in that game. And the matchup that stands out is you have the Chiefs with the best passing offense in the league going against one of the worst passing defenses in Jacksonville this season. Andy Reid, extra time to prepare, always scary, 28-6 and six straight up, 21-13 and 13 against the spread. I'm looking to KC... First quarter, first half. I like both of those. Uh, for the first quarter one, as long as you're at one of those books where you can get the minus two and a half instead of the three and a half that's posted, that makes sense to me. First half, minus five and a half. I'm good with that, but uh, that's my angle there, Sammy. I would look to uh, Kansas City early on in this game. You think the over's good too? You like the over as well, or are you more under? Probably more under. Not going to have an official play on the total. I'm a little yeah. surprised that it's climbed. Yeah, well, these two quarterbacks are uh, are very good, especially in the second half. So we shall see. Yeah, it's again, there are four games. You don't need to have 22 bets like some people do. I know. I mean, that's how you get yourself into trouble. You can handicap a game perfectly, and then you'll be wrong on one of these dumb props, which you thought would correlate uh, to the result that you were expecting. That's how you lose. That's how you lose. And then you don't want to eat the juice either, especially when you had it, had it handicapped correctly. All right, let's go to tonight. We've got Philadelphia 
minus seven and a half against the New York Giants for the third time this season. Now, the first time I put more into it, it didn't happen until week 14. It was the Eagles winning 48 to 22. They ran all over this Giants defense for over 250 yards. Sanders had a big game. So did Hertz. Uh, I don't put as much on week 18. Yes, Hertz made his return, but the shoulder was still bothering Hertz or they were just worried about it because the designed runs that we saw in the previous matchup were not there. Now, that's the big question. Are we going to see the Hertz that we saw much of the regular season when he was the MVP candidate? All right, Eagles minus seven and a half, mentioned total 48. Where are you at? I'm in a Giants pretzel, man. And I think you can confirm there were not many people that that had more skin on the Giants this year than I did. I went over the win total, six and a half and seven. Had them to make the playoffs at about five to two. Mm-hmm. And I like to bet them a lot on a week-to-week basis, especially when they were an underdog. I mean, Joe, you're talking about a team that was 11-2 and two this year as a dog. They made you money, and they made you a lot of money. But I, the first impression I had of this number was, uh-oh, this is a Philly line. And what I mean by that is the books in Vegas that open these games, they open seven and a half, not seven, not six and a half. They were willing to open over a full touchdown, which is, as you know, built-in respect for the favorite. So that got me nervous. And I'm like, man, Philly's going to win this game by three touchdowns. But the more I think about it, it's like I have to go back to what worked all season. A team that is formidable on defense, and let's also not ignore that a lot of those guys on the Giants were banged up this year, especially on that defensive line. I mean, Leonard Williams, their defensive tackle, missed a lot of games. Dexter Lawrence missed a handful up front. They just got a Dory Jackson back, one of their best corners. Julian Love was a little banged up. They're finally like as healthy as they've been on defense. So that's good. And the other thing is that Brian Dable is just, he's a difference maker. I thought he was going to change things for sure, but I didn't think they would be this good this year against the number. We're talking about a football team, Joe, best in the NFL at covering 14 and four this year. Is it a big sample size? No, but it's good enough. 78% against the number. And this guy, Dable, Not only does he have everybody in the right position on offense, but he attacks what you're not good at. He did it against Minnesota. Minnesota couldn't stop mobile quarterbacks. What did he do? He ran Daniel Jones into the ground, which opened up play action and opened up everything else. He's going to have this team prepared and ready to go, unlike Ben McAdoo and Pat Shermer and Joe Judge. The other thing is that Dable is not afraid, a lot like Doug Peterson, to take risks. So there's going to come a time in this game where he's going to do a fake punt or he's going to do an onside kick, or he's going to do something that he shouldn't do, but he's going to try and give his team a lift and a spark. And with all of that said, I find myself on the dog again, and I'm going to take seven and a half. I don't love it, but damn it, I have to do it. Uh, Backing Dayball and Doug, I don't think uh, it's the worst idea. I'm very uncomfortable with this. You know me as a better. I don't like laying a lot of points but I think the favorites are in good spots. And this is actually my favorite side of the four games. Uh, Give me the Eagles, and I'm going to lay it. Well, then. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little speculation on my part, but I do think the the Eagles are much healthier than what we saw a couple weeks ago. Hertz was completely off the injury report. Lane Johnson, big difference maker for them. He's good to go. So is Josh Sweat and his 11 sacks. If Dayball's attacking the weakness of the Eagles, there's only one that I can come up with. It's their running defense. So if you want to look at some Giants props, that certainly makes sense to me. The biggest mismatch that I see in this game, though, the Eagles rush offense, arguably the best in the NFL, going against the Giants rush defense, 32nd dead last rush DVOA. And, and I mentioned in that 48-22 game, that's what they did. 253 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns. Sanders went off, Hertz went off, and then there's also Boston Scott, which everybody's going to have an anytime touchdown on this this guy. He's four to one for an anytime touchdown. He has 18 career touchdowns. Ten of them are against the Giants, and it happened uh, again this season. It's it's pretty wild. Uh, to your point on the Giants, uh, something else. Daniel Jones, what a performance last week! It's going to be interesting to see what they do with him moving forward. But he's better on the road for some strange reason. 
I don't know if it's too trendy or you buy into it, but we're getting to a decent sample size, 25 games now. He's 18 and seven ATS on the road. And as a road dog, he's 17 and five, which is covering 77 uh, percent of the time Two very I saw that you know yeah. the four quarterbacks that that only had there are only four quarterbacks that are better as road dogs can you name one of them well you've got to be on a bad team right because you've got to be a, a dog a whole lot of time so you probably start poor like the Giants did in his career and then at some point you turn it on and you're pretty good I I have no idea I have no idea on the error or anything what what do you got Philip Rivers Drew Brees Teddy Bridgewater, Eli Manning are the only four quarterbacks that have been more profitable. Yeah, well, Teddy, 21 and four is a road dog, ATS. Rivers, 41 and 23. Breeze, 42 and 29. Eli, 46 and 34. Daniel Jones, as you mentioned, not a a big sample size, but uh, 17 and five is certainly something. And you know me, I don't look at trends or study football reference to get these bets. I think I think the right trend <laughs> is an ancillary piece. It's a topping on the pizza. Yeah. It's not the cheese or the sauce. Yeah, I find it interesting. Like we've been talking about this a couple of years. I will say also with Daniel Jones, I was looking at his best performances this year. Like if you go by QBR, passer rating and all that, the majority of his best performances have come at home. It But... It's something when you see what last week, did you notice that the road teams, they all excelled. They were a perfect six and zero in the first half ATS. So th- this home field that for a lot of years, people have said, Oh, it's three points. It's three points. That is incorrect information. It is not three points. Traveling does not affect some of these quarterbacks. So in that sense, I, I do think it is something. Right. And home field, you know, you talk to the guys like Ed Sammons at the Westgate, Chris Andrews, South Point, Metcalf at, at Circa. NFL home field is like 1.6 now. That's all it is. Yep. 1.6 points. Um, I also like my big fear in this game is that the Vikings are just so freaking bad and overrated that I'm clouded. And another interesting note in this game, Daniel Jones has a higher rush prop than Jalen Hurts. That's where we're at in 2023. It's crazy to think that. Yeah, there's concern about the injury there. I was looking at Miles Sanders, if you're into props as well. His number 65 and a half, but uh, you would have to, I think, believe in the Eagles that they're going to control that game and run more in the second half to uh, finish off that one. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski on Sports Radio 670, the score. My guest this week, previewing the divisional round, Sam Panianovic, Chicago guy, Nessin, Fox Sports, Chicken Dinner podcast all right I, I find this one interesting to start things off tomorrow in the AFC and we were just talking about our home field advantage is not what people think it is we were going to see this game we started to see this game until it was canceled but that line a couple of weeks ago in Cincinnati was the bills are favored one and a half to somewhere in that range now we change venues and it's showing you exactly what home field is worth Maybe the line is a little short when you consider the issues with the Bengals offensive line. Bills are favored by five and a half total 48 and a half. Sammy Bengals at Bills before the playoffs. I bet Bengals before the playoffs. I bet Niners Bengals Super Bowl. So let me start by saying that my bread is already buttered with skyline chili. If you want. This game, I think, should be closer to three and a half, four. But the wise guys in Vegas have bet Buffalo based on the reports on Cincy's offensive line. Yep. Joey Bag of Donuts is going to be working with three backup offensive linemen, which is not ideal. But I think the most interesting part about this game is that Josh Allen has been kind of blech the last six mm-hmm. weeks or so. And we knew – you know, looking at his stats, you know, through 14 picks in the regular season, through two last week, that team should have bulldozed and railroaded Miami, but they they let him in the game and escape with a three-point win. Allen was far from good in that game. The Bills' recent form just isn't good. And, you know, our guy Barry Rosner always talks about two things in golf, horses for courses and recent form. Mm-hmm. And Buffalo's recent form doesn't justify them being a five-and-a-half, six-point favorite. It just doesn't. I have my concerns about Burrow taking too many licks, but also Joey's just a different player, man, in this realm or in this atmosphere. LSU down the stretch, just a monster, a G, a killer. 
Same thing last season. You know, they beat better teams. They beat better teams in the playoffs because he was the better quarterback. And I think he's good enough to keep this inside the number. I hope they win the game outright because then my futures look really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I can get a little crazy or a little weird if I want. But I can't believe that I can, you know, I can find a couple stale sixes on the board right now. How do I not take six with the Bengals? I'm nervous, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes, man. We were oppo Eagles Giants. We're on the same side with the uh, Bengals Bills. Uh, doubting Joe Burrow, and he's getting close to a touchdown. Seriously. I mean, this guy uh, against teams that are above 500, he's 14 and two straight up. He rises when the moments are its biggest. Let's not forget that uh, the Bengals reached the Super Bowl with a horrendous offensive line last year. And and you're right, Jonah Williams going down the left tackle is not good. It's three starting offensive linemen in three weeks. But uh, Jonah Williams also gave up 13 sacks. That's the most this year because the Bengals yep. pass so much. Burrow holds on to the football for a very long period of time. And uh, the questions about Josh Allen, certainly fair. You've said uh, that he struggled recently. All true. He has six multi-interception games this year. And these are against bad defenses. Miami's not a good defense last week. Bears are terrible. Vikings stink. He threw a couple picks against all of these defenses. So I I think those concerns are certainly valid. And uh, I do understand why some of the sharper guys are, quote, uh, backing the Bills be- because of the state of this offensive line, but we've seen Joey B get it done. He's got those weapons on the outside with Higgins and Chase. It wouldn't surprise me if Higgins ends up uh, having a big day today. How about that Bills defense? I, I certainly don't trust them like uh, like we did a year ago. I like the Bengals. Yeah, you're giving me all these points with Joe Burrow. He, he was an underdog twice this year. He covered against Baltimore, and he won outright against Kansas City. So... We're on the same side, man. We are back in the Bengals. L- let me throw another quick angle because I see this thrown a lot out there this week, and it's really the first time of the year. Like th- This is where we are now in the playoffs when people are throwing these angles out there. Do you buy into any stat, any anything with certain referees? Because I know a lot of people are talking about Carl Cheffers being the ref for this game, and in his last 11 playoff games, they're 10-1 and one to the under. Wow. I'm not a ref conspiracy guy, even though we had Tim Donaghy on chicken dinner back in the day. <laughs> I am not uh I am not really one that dives into that stuff. I look, okay. I, I respect people that do that. Uh, you know how I feel about trends, man. It's like, well, you know, like even the Brady trend that like the most lazy trend last week was that Tom Brady has never lost to Dallas. And <laughs> the the first meeting against Dallas was in like 2005. It's so stupid. So stupid. Here we go. The Brady meetings against Dallas, 03, 07, 11. How many of those Cowboys were on the field on Monday night? None. There are so many trends available that whatever happens, you can say you were right. Because those same people can say, well, no, I I was right about this trend because Brady's terrible at night. And he was terrible at night again. He sucked, man. And that oh, guy, God. like, what a terrible way to go out. He threw the ball 66 times, and uh, it was not great. And I, as I told you, I was on Brady, so that was no fun. But, no, I don't I don't really look at referee stuff. I, I look at, when, I, when it comes to this game, and it comes to really any underdog in the NFL postseason, I want a quarterback that can take me to the promised land and get me touchdowns. And of all the underdogs on the board, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, that's the one. Like that's the one dog I want to put my money on. And that's the one dog that I feel comfortable putting my money on because I have Joe Burrow catching over four, four and a half points, which is what I made the game. I made the game Buffalo four. The fact that I can get four and a half or higher uh, to me doesn't make any sense. So that that's why I took Cincy, but the ref stuff is interesting too. You said what 11 and one to the under 12, one to the under 11 and one to the under in playoff games. Here's why I find it interesting. Because they're hit, the unders are hitting by 13 points per game. We saw it this week, right? With the way the games were officiated, it led to more scoring. And then what do you know? Five and one to the over. So there are certain uh, certain referees that play into it. One more game, Sammy Panjanovic. Cowboys, Niners. As far as a side, I have had more trouble with this game than any of the four this weekend. It's been uh, bouncing between three and a half and four in favor of San Francisco. The total is 46 
extra rest for the Niners. It's a short week for the Cowboys. Where do you stand? I actually don't like a side here. Uh, can I hit you with a prop? I know you love props, so please I do. Was, yeah, I was in the lab cooking this up. You know, that's okay. what kids say these days, right? Um, I, I look at the way that Brandon Ayuk has performed, not only with Brock Purdy, but since the Niners have rolled into full health. Obviously, Purdy's getting a lot of headlines. 6-0 and since Jimmy, uh, Jimmy G went down. And Purdy's been very good. He's been calm, cool, collected. This team mm-hmm. has been different with him under center. But the more important thing, Joe, is that Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle are all healthy. So if you're a defense or a defensive coordinator, who are you trying to take out? Probably McCaffrey or Debo. And then you have to account for Kittle on the drags and the post up the middle. So Brandon Ayuk has been single covered in the last six games. And while he might be technically the fourth weapon, he is getting over this receiving number and he's doing it at an alarming rate. How about these six games? 73 yards. 59 yards, 101 yards, 81 yards, 19 yards in one game, 57 in the first one with Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. So not a big sample size, but he's gone over this number a lot. 53 and a half at pretty much every book. I like the over because he's getting isolated looks down the field. And if he gets the right slant combination, he makes the catch, makes a man miss, boom, he's gone for 30 yards. If he gets four catches, this is an easy over. 73, 59, 101, 81, 57 in five of the six games. I'm betting over on Ayuk, and I also lean under the total at uh, 46. They open just under 47, ironically enough. Not 47, <laughs> not 47 and a half. They open 46. I, I lean to the under, but I think that Ayuk bet is certainly something that's going to make some money. So the total is dipping, but I hear a lot of people talking about betting the over, and, and you're on the under. Very interesting. The Niners are the most public team right now. I don't know that they're going to be this game. This side is going to be the most public side, but they're the most public team. The head trader, BetMGM, over on uh, BetQL Daily the other day, told us that last week they took more money on San Francisco to win the Super Bowl, more money on the Niners than at that time the other 13 teams alive combined. They're they're all in on the Niners. They're buying into. Uh, Purdy and now winning six consecutive starts as a rookie. Big Ben was the only guy to start that way. And and it's certainly fair when people bring up the weak defenses Purdy has faced last week. It was Seattle before that, Arizona, Vegas, Washington bat against the pass, Seattle again. I understand that. During this San Francisco run, which has now hit 11 straight victories, look at the quarterbacks they're beating. Geno, Wow, Stidham. Wentz and Heineke. Stidham Gino. lit them up too, man. Stidham yeah, lit them up. Yeah, yeah, he did. McCoy, Dalton, they face some really bad quarterbacks. Now, I mentioned earlier I'm having a tougher time on this one than any other. Anybody not going to have a missed extra point prop in this game, by the way, with <laughs> Maher? There are two very public things. The Saturday teaser and then the Maher missed extra point. Uh, four straight road game for the Cowboys. It's a lean But, um, you know, if you go over the wins for the Cowboys, there are a number of quality wins. They beat the Giants twice. They went to Minnesota, housed them 40-3. to Uh, They did beat the Eagles, even though that was a non-Hurts game. They beat Cincinnati earlier on in the year. It's a matter of which Cowboys team is going to show up. If the good Cowboys team shows up, they're going to go out there and they're going to win. They're going to knock out the two-seed, and they're going to move on to the NFC Championship game, probably against the Eagles. Eileen Cowboys, now I, I'm starting to understand why this number is shorter than I thought it would be. There's some guy listening to this show right now, you and I both know, that had under 45 and a half for way oh. too much money. And whether it be a nickel or a dime, or maybe it was rent, like we used to do back in the day. <laughs> under 45 and a half, 31-14 with four missed extra points. What a win, huh? Or what wow. a loss the other way. That would suck. Seven touchdowns were scored, and it didn't go over. (laughs) It's unbelievable. And they're trotting this guy back out there, which I would not do. But I lived through Cody Parkey. You lived through Cody Parkey. So that's part of the reason that I would not do it. But I guess they have an out. McCarthy has an out. Like, oh, I can just blame it on the kicker if we end up losing this game because of that. It's not going to be all favorites, right? Winning. I don't think so. I don't think the four going to happen. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they're doing that too? Have you heard that? 
everybody at work, like people don't even gamble. They're like, whoa, I, I love the Chiefs and the Eagles in a parlay money line. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, please. Please don't happen. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see that either. It's going to go wrong uh, some way. All right, Sam Paniadovich, follow him on Twitter at SP Shoot. Check his workout, Nesson, Fox Sports, Chicken Dinner Podcast. All the links are right there on his Twitter at SP Shoot. Sammy, best of luck this weekend, all right? Hey, man, thanks for thinking about me, and uh, good luck to you and all your followers and listeners this weekend. Mark! <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner all around. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski on The Score, usually 8 to 9 a.m., so check us out every Saturday morning if you like what you're hearing. Up next, Jim Miller drops by, and I already know we're going to have a spirited debate on one of these divisional round games. I'm on Twitter, at Joe Ostrowski. You're listening to 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. The Score Listener Line is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Hey, you can hear me weekdays, 8 to 11 a.m. on the BetQL Network, 105.9 FM, HD2, Odyssey app. Just search the BetQL Network. And every week, if you're with us on early odds, typically 8 to 9 a.m., you know a regular on the show is my friend Jim Miller from Hawthorne Racecourse. So we can go over all the uh, divisional round games. Jim, we are big in Survivor. We're in now a media Survivor pool. We were talking about our against the spread pool a lot this this year. I find it uh, an interesting conversation because when you talk about a Survivor pool, what you're doing is you're trying to figure out which teams are going to be matching up in the Super Bowl, and you want to avoid taking said teams in the divisional round. And both of us are still alive. You went with Dallas. I didn't agree with that pick. You were obviously very smart. That was never a sweat on Monday night. 
I was thinking Chargers, and I'm so happy I didn't wow. go with the Chargers because that was going to be heartbreaking. But uh, I ended up going with the Bengals. I thought they were going to win, and I wasn't going to use them anymore. Like I'm just out on that team at this point, even though they've reached the final eight, and I'm holding a Super Bowl ticket. I don't have a lot of faith in that one due to the state of that team. So what is your thought process when I'm trying to figure out which team I'm going with today for survivor? I am looking at what I think the Super Bowl matchup is going to be. And there are a couple ways to go about it. You could just pick one side, uh, meaning the AFC or the NFC, and you stick with picks there. And then you go into the other side if you make it all the way uh, to the Super Bowl. Or you can just kind of go back and forth, go back and forth. I'm thinking I need to avoid Philadelphia and Buffalo because right now those are the two teams I think are going to beat in the end. How about you? I think maybe Buffalo. I don't think Philadelphia. And that's the thing. And, and when you talk about something like this, like you mentioned, it's, okay, which way do you play things? And I would have played things much differently if things had gone a little differently and Tyler Huntley knew how to run a QB sneak. And all of a sudden you had a lot more entries that were knocked out, which would have been you too if Cincy had gotten knocked out. But here's the thing. When you have as many people left as we do, and about half of our pool got knocked out, Joe, for those listening, you still look through and you have to figure you have to not only get to the Super Bowl. I think this year you're going to have to go to the Super Bowl and have at least one team alive. And last year for our pool, this pool ended in championship weekend. We ended up chopping the pot in championship weekend, but it was just a bloodbath early on. But for me, and we talked about it last week, I feel San Francisco is the best team in the NFC. So I want to stay away from them as long as possible. And as long as possible may only mean one more week. But I played Dallas last week. I was very happy with the way they went. So I'm going to the other side this week. And I'm going to the AFC side. I have a belief that the winner of the Bengals-Bills game is going to be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. So for me... I'm sitting there looking at the Chiefs at home saying this is the only time I personally am going to use them in the playoffs. So the Chiefs will be my pick this week. But I think they have so many defensive holes. And you look at what could be their opposition going forward for the championship weekend between whomever wins that game between the Bengals and the Bills. I think either of those teams would be KC next week. So the Chiefs would be my selection this week. Kansas City is one of two teams that I have written down that I'm debating. Now that would be Cincinnati and then using Kansas city on the same side, but then I don't have the option of the Buffalo Kansas city winner. If they be in the AFC championship to win the super bowl. So then I can't hold out on that. And then I'm thinking, okay, well I'm high on Philadelphia. I think Buffalo, I'd like to save Kansas city, but maybe I take them. I have to pick the San Francisco Dallas winner. Cause I don't think San Francisco is going to the super bowl. I know you disagree with this one, I'm actually considering just going for the jugular and taking Dallas. Interesting. Here's the thing that makes me question when you get into those games, and I know we're going to jump into the games a little bit. Yeah. Is everybody getting so excited because of how well Dallas played last week against what was probably a mediocre Tampa Bay Buccaneers team? Is that the reason the line is where is where it's at? Or is Dallas finally legit and are they for real? That's what you're going to find out this week. I still don't know about that. I think San Francisco is just that good. I think they're far and better beyond anybody in the NFC. And we are definitely going to find out in that game on Sunday. They haven't lost a game since adding Christian McCaffrey. They're 11 and 0 straight up nine and two against the spread. That's the 11 game winning streak. They trade for McCaffrey. Think about how long ago that's that happened. And they do have extra time to prepare here with the rest If Purdy does it tomorrow, it'll be the first time he did it against a good defense. And I still think, even though they were trending down at the end of the season, I still think that Cowboys defense is pretty good. And he's going to face consistent pressure uh, for the first time in one of these games. Everything around him is perfect. The defense is the best. The options in the backfield and on the outside are phenomenal. So you can see why Purdy is actually getting it done. I will say one one thing that did stand out to me is the number of quality wins that the Cowboys do have this year. And San Francisco, they don't really have any. They don't have a win against the other seven teams that are still standing here. 
One reason I certainly hesitate on this, this is the biggest mismatch of coaching staffs of any game this week, and it's not close Shanahan v. McCarthy. Yeah, it's not close at all. And here's the thing, too. You look a little bit deeper into this game also. The Niners now have what surely appears to be a healthy Debo Samuel. You have Christian McCaffrey. There's two different options to handle the ball there. On the receiving end, there's Debo. Then all of a sudden, Kittle has been awesome all year. Ayuk has been awesome all year. And it drives me crazy right now, Joe. I've heard so many sports radio shows constantly talking about what quarterback is heading to San Fran next year. What quarterback's going to run San Fran next year? Why can't Brock <laughs> Purdy be the quarterback? Well, he hasn't done anything wrong. Why can't he be the quarterback for next year? This is a guy who is amongst the top five or six right now for MVP voting possibilities for the Super Bowl. And they're talking about who's going to be the starting quarterback in San Fran next year. It's just, it's, it's such an interesting discussion that I heard time and again and again. Well, whichever quarterback was uh, the signal caller for the Niners would be the fourth or fifth favorite. I don't know if that's about Purdy as much. We're going to learn a lot. This is his first true yep. test. Now he is at home and, and they are terrific at home. All right, let's uh, take a look at some player props. Start on the NFC side. Any, any player props in either NFC game? We've got the Eagles, Giants tonight, Niners, Cowboys tomorrow night. How about this, man? I mean, that Niners-Cowboys game, I can't wait for it. Nostalgia's just going to set in, right? I'm going to be waiting on Pat Summerall and John Madden to call the game. <laughs> All right, so here, let's start with that game, just because we talked so much about it. There's a couple different things that popped up for me on this game that I found interesting. On the props line, you can give 14-1 to 1 on Debo Samuel right now to have 150-plus combined rushing and receiving yards. That's a big game, but the number's decent at 46, I think, for these two. I think they're going to go over in the game. I think he could surpass that. Another right. thing that could pop up in that game, and this is looking further down the line, and you talked about this last week, Joe, you caught a massive number on Debo Samuel as a Super Bowl MVP. Yes. If you are a believer in the Niners and you still believe they can go to the Super Bowl, you can get both George Kittle or Brandon Ayuk still at 120 to 1 right now Woo. for Super Bowl MVP. And Kittle's a guy that could very easily go off for 100 plus yards and two receiving TDs. Why not take a look? If you're a believer in San Fran like I am, those are the two routes that I would look at least surrounding the 49ers in that game on Sunday night. Okay, interesting. Ayuk, not one of the names I've considered. Now, there are a lot of players on that Niners roster that could potentially be Super Bowl MVP if they were to win it, but uh, not one that I had considered. You can look on defense. I, I was looking at Nick Bosa, 66-1. Yeah, to one. He's going to be the defensive player of the year. The list of players that I think in this era that could win Super Bowl MVP is very short, but Nick Bosa's on that list. That's a yeah. monster number for him. I mean, if they make the Super Bowl, don't you think that number is going to be 8 or 10 to 1? It would have to be. This is a guy that has the potential to get three or four sacks in any game. Yeah. A number like that puts you in contention and in the mix for a Super Bowl discussion, especially when you're on a defense that has the potential to not give up a whole lot of points and dominate a game. That's a huge number on Bosa right now. How about the other NFC game? Giants-Eagles, I mentioned that. I'm big yep. on the Eagles. I think it's going to be a Sanders game. His number is 65 and a half. I was looking at some of the alt numbers. 100 plus was 4 to 1. 125 plus was 8 to 1. I might dabble in that. Uh, what grabs your attention? There were two different routes I went for this game, Joe, that I saw. One of them I found a nice prop. It was at 4 and a half to 1. The combination of Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts rushing yards to combine for 150 plus rushing yards. I, saw that. I think there's a potential for that. The other one that I found intriguing, this is a game that intrigues me a little bit only because I feel the Giants can win this game. And here's the thing. If you look through some of the uh -huh. team props for the weekend, one of the team props is lowest scoring team of the weekend. If the Giants are to win this game, it's going to be a ground-and-pound game. They're going to have to win in a low-scoring game. You can get the Philadelphia Eagles at 12-1 to to be the lowest-scoring team of the weekend. Wow. And I think every other game puts up a lot of points. I think whoever loses this game is the one that puts up the least amount of points on the weekend. Your Jones-Hurts prop, interesting note. They have 1,468 combined rushing yards this season. So that's the most we've ever seen between two quarterbacks in a playoff matchup. Jones and Hurts, this era of running quarterbacks. So I think that's an interesting angle. The problem is one might go off and the other might not do so much. 
Eagles defense certainly going to pay close attention after what Daniel Jones was able to do on the ground last week. All right, we we disagree on this game, man, because I'm big on the Eagles and you're big on the Giants. Everybody's talking about it. Are you still going to bet Boston Scott anytime touchdown? He's got a touchdown against the Giants seven of his last eight games. And he's gotten involved late in the season, too. I know. Yeah. Why not? Could be last touchdown, too. I believe you can get an 18-1 to one on that. Eagles up by a couple of scores, grinding it out, and uh, the backup running back gets a look. Could be Boston Scott. Definitely. I wouldn't surprise me one bit. You look at him, and, and you just look, especially if you're close to the goal line, and Hurts is a guy that you don't want to subject to getting pounded near the goal line, too. Yeah. Boston Scott's a definite look. Maybe there's a live wagering opportunity. When you watch Jalen Hurts on a couple of drives, are we getting the guy that's going to be out there on the design runs? Are we going to get the, get a guy that was uh, looking like one of the best quarterbacks in the league this year or more of what we saw in week 18 in his return against this giant squad? Interesting. How about either AFC matchup? Any props you want to mention? All right, so I want to look at the Bengals and Bills game. Here's an interesting prop that I liked for this game. It's a Naheem Hines anytime kickoff return for a touchdown. <laughs> you can get this at 50 to one right now. He's going to do it and again. The only, the only reason 50 to one yeah. on a Naheem Himes, anytime kickoff return for a touchdown. And here's the thing, Joe, the Bengals are going to put up points, be it field goals, be it touchdowns. He's probably going to get what? Five, six, maybe seven chances over the course of this game yeah. to return kicks. And he's going to take it out. Why not take the shot at that? Woo. That's a long shot. You know, I'm down for some long shots between Burrow and Allen could end up being a shootout. Interesting uh, that the total has been dropping throughout the week with uh, the matchup of the two best quarterbacks between Burrow and Josh Allen. All right, Jim, we covered props on the divisional round games. What about your favorite side? You had a very good season ATS favorite side between the four games today and tomorrow. If the number stays at seven and a half, I'm going to take the Giants. I think that half point makes a difference. I think the Giants actually can win outright, but I think the game's going to be close. I know you like the other side. Seven and a half could be the difference. I think the Giants are going to make this a ball game. They played with nobody, nobody at good. all the last week of the season, and they still covered the number. All I right. think they make it a ball game. Yeah, I mean, if you ask me the same exact question, I answer you Eagles minus seven seven and a half yeah i'm good with that and, and i'm not comfortable right now because my two guys you and and right before you right here on early odds we had sammy panianovich and he's on the giants ah oh, this is uncomfortable all right i'm I'm, <laughs> I'm staying strong i'm with the eagles fly luck, eagles Joe. fly fly eagles fly which horses will be flying today jim we're going to one track and one track only because it's a great card at the fairgrounds on saturday races 12 13 and 14 we're betting on bet all these horses across the board race 12 bet the seven force chimes across the board race 13 bet the eight zozos across the board and race 14 this is one of the three-year-old derby preps bet the one echo again across the board and make some money for an nfl sunday jim miller hawthorne race course let's do it again next week as we preview championship sunday uh jim it's arguably the best football weekend of the year right i mean i i would think so wildcard weekend was fun but now we get those uh one seeds involved once again and uh it's also a little sad because after tomorrow night we're only gonna have three nfl games left i love having saturday and sunday football too yes. but you know what we'll deal with it it's a great weekend good luck joe hopefully we're both alive and survivor next week i know i will be we'll see if you are too oh of course you will be taking the chalky chiefs well, we've been talking about all four games this hour, but what about some props? Let's do that on the other side. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski on 670 The Score. It's divisional round weekend, and you'll be able to hear all four NFL playoff games on the score. A few props to consider. The Boston Scott anytime touchdown. Something you have to look at. The Eagles backup running back has a TD in seven of his last eight against the Giants and the odds are plus 380. Last touchdown of the game. 25-1. to 1. Miles Sanders went for 144 in two scores versus this lousy Giants run defense in week 14. So there's another prop possibility. 
awesome Chiefs passing game against the poor Jags pass defense. Patrick Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns is plus money. And tomorrow, look for T. Higgins to go over 63 and a half yards with all the attention on Chase. Next week, Early Odds returns to our usual Saturday 8 to 9 a.m. time slot. Don't forget to subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast, five shows a week. We're live 8 to 11 a.m. on weekdays, airing on 105.9 FM, HG2, and the Odyssey app under the BetQL network. Cash those tickets this weekend and keep it locked right here on 670 The Score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.